welcome to the TES FE podcast with me, Sarah Simons. This week I'll be discussing branding, visibility and the future of FE with 157 Group's Dr Lynn Sedgemore CBE. talking about the rebranding of FE if there is a brand issue or if this is sort of to do with the reputation do you think that the issue of getting the idea of FE out to more people so so that people at school so that the parents so that the students know that it's a very real option do you think that's to do with a brand I think we have to think far more sophisticatedly about the nature of brand yeah because when we say fe further education i don't think that's a brand i think an fe college is a brand i think um, an independent um, training provider isn't a brand in and of itself the brand is the name of the organization that the training provider is that attracts people or not if you know what i mean so it's right. joe's garage or it's the rathbone foundation you know it is actually the specific brand of that organization so i think the very notion that we keep talking about fe as a brand is problematic yeah right so we're ditching that right from the beginning and are well, we seeing I- it as reputation Well, I think brand should be seen more in relation to customers and consumers. This is my marketing background coming in now. And you you started in... I was one of the first marketeers. I was one of the first lecturers to be appointed to market a college. We were kind of the first um, sort of internal... Uh, FE people who'd been asked to market colleges and were given formal roles to do that. And I am a chartered marketeer. I, I um, came through the experienced marketeers route. Um, so this is this idea is something that's been with you? Lived, breathed it since 1983, 1984. Now, my experience is that students who come into an FE college, because that's my knowing, and actually don't have any issue about brand and when you differentiate within a college that you're in the sixth form center or you're in the he center you're or in you know you're in a part of the family that you belong to they don't have an issue i think where the issues with brand lie is with politicians is with schools and it's nothing to do with brand schools won't let colleges in to careers because they don't want to lose their students and they haven't yet learned what servant leadership is, that you do the right thing for the student. If they want a vocational route, then it might be better somewhere else. Could be an FE college, could be somewhere else. So I think the brand issues get very confused with a national picture. FE colleges have good reputations in their localities. Millions of students come to FE colleges and are successful. You normally deal with brand issues as a problem when nobody will buy your product or nobody will come to your college and nobody's buying your services. So the issue is to do with 
not necessarily the consumer, the student. It's to do with politicians, understanding what it is, parents too. Yeah, and I'm not saying they're a problem, but I'm saying I think the, the problematization of the brand is lying in political solutions and other perspectives. Now, I think a big issue that we have to look at is, and I think this is a true, is true, is that employers are not happy with FE colleges and the services that they deliver. Now, hundreds of thousands of employees are happy with colleges, but some are not, yeah? And that's enough to make it an issue, and we have to accept that. And what are their issues? I think their issues, as I understand them, are that we don't respond quickly enough. We haven't been funded in ways that we could respond to them. And I think certainly 157 colleges and other colleges are actually trying to respond to that within the funding mechanisms and the restrictions and the qualification restrictions um, that arise. Yes, and I know when I was a college principal in Guildford, we used to get employers in and I used to say, you know, I want to be Martini anytime, any place, anywhere, whatever it is you want. I want to be able to respond. And then they'd ask for something. I said, well, I can't actually give you that under the funding regulations. Will you pay for it? No, you're a college. You deliver it free. So I think there are all sorts of issues that are practical issues that arise that are not insolvable. You know, we should work together. And I think the system, the um, skills system, if you like, has moved a long way in trying to resolve them. My feel is that what FE does need to enhance its brand at the moment is to take a focus, a specific focus. A national focus with colleges all sort of aiming for... Technical. I think it needs to be technical. Sir Andrew Foster's report in 1986 was all about what was the mission, if you like, of, of FE. And his answer was primarily it's vocational, the social justice side, a community aspect side is important, but it's not what it, it promotes primarily. And I think that's true now. It's the technical element, the vocational technical element. Now, what I think works well as a brand at the moment, and this might be something that we need to look at more and more, we stop looking at institutional brand. Yeah. So you go right away from FE College as a brand per se, which has worked in the past, but perhaps isn't as good for the future. So apprentices are a key brand. Yeah. Technical education for the professional already in the workplace which is what we used to do loads of uh, in further education colleges at one time when I was dean of a business school my whole business school apart from some of the degrees and master's programs was actually adults in education coming in to upskill and update and get professional qualifications so we didn't sell well we did sell Croydon business school to them actually but we also sold the career progression in your professional qualification routes and, and the benefits of that. So perhaps what we have to focus more on is the brands are the services or the products or the career routes, you know, or the benefits. And I know that's what the career colleges are doing is selling the benefits of the careers that you can have through taking a particular route. And I know colleges do that more and more. So it's focusing on the end point. Or the consumer. Yeah. 
yeah or the customer because an employer would be a customer you know the consumer is the one who actually receives the the service the training the outcome themselves so so i think that is what's beginning to happen more and more and our institutional identity while it's important from the inside out you know for the staff and for the students when they're in the institution it's not so important as to what we are selling because what we're selling is a qualification an outcome uh, a career benefit all that work that's been done on if you're a graduate your earning capacity is so much greater so i think those are the things that perhaps in in an age when people are having to pay more those things matter more because the fundamental question i think is about who pays now it's who pays the state pay the employer the individual you know who pays and if i as an individual am paying for something my expectations rise moving on from brand i think a lot of us who saw vince cable's comments about uh, the civil servant yeah. who suggested that they could kill off fe and the, the sort of idea that no one would notice seemed not just ignorant but quite terrifying i'm just looking at the statistics that the sector employs 139,000 people runs 1300 businesses yeah. Um, 31% of, of HE entrants are coming from FE and 85% of all higher national certificates are FE. And that idea that nobody would notice yeah. is, is ludicrous and, as I say, quite quite terrifying. For me, that links in with sometimes the invisibility of FE. But the question is, is to whom and where is it invisible? And that's where I started. Remember, yeah. I said that the issue of brand is... It's coming out of the perspective of the civil servants or politicians who may not have gone through FE, so don't know it. And it is very complex. And I, I have no disagreement with people we, who, who say we need to simplify the image and the picture and the understanding of FE. I think that's absolutely true. So I, 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 it didn't surprise me one little bit to see that. No, that's no. interesting. No, you know, you, you, I sort of suspect that sometimes people have that that notion of it, but to hear it from from yeah. Vince Cable, it was it was breathtaking. Most, particularly the the upper echelons of the civil servant, have no notion of what further education is. I don't think it's anything to do with, you know, nastiness or malevolent intent or anything it's like it's like it's a gap it's a space that they don't know about they don't understand and if if that's the case in their minds then well of course you can just get rid of that can't you because it doesn't really feature what they don't understand is exactly those figures that you've just said is how much it features in the lives of very different kinds of people because let's face it we are primarily if you like the the arena of education that, that deals with people primarily from working class backgrounds, different socioeconomic, not all. Now, I'm a working class kid. I can't come off a, a sink estate in the Midlands. I didn't go through FE, but most of my mates did. Um, so I knew what it was and I fell in love with it. But most people don't. And I think that's where it stems from. And politicians frequently don't know much about us 
then they come in and find out about us and then actually realise just how much we do. And, and, and Sir Andrew Foster also talked about FE as the neglected middle child. If the people who are making decisions about funding, making decisions about whether colleges float or sink, yeah. if, if they're getting to understand what we are and what we do and the value of us and how important we are, why is this still this disparity between how much funding's attached to a student, that same student, whether they're in school or FE or HE? My, do you know what I mean? It's, it it I just do. doesn't make sense no. to me. I think it does to me. Universities are very powerful and everybody knows what they are, okay? And so universities hold a powerful position in the political landscape, yeah, by the very dint of who they are and their prestige. And I don't say that with anything other than I think that's a fact. Everybody goes through schools, and if you mess with schools, you get huge kind of backlash. Yeah. So the votes are seen, you know, in schools and in universities. So when civil servants and politicians are pushed into a corner with lack of funds, where can they play? You know, and I don't mean that despite, where can they have some flexibility or make a difference? It's in that in-between space. Um, which well, that's is not right, Lynn, is it? That's not right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it's that same student. It's that same person. We're talking about people. We're not talking about vote chasing. Absolutely. But when politicians make decisions, they look at the short-term political implications yeah. of it and, and what won't have such ramification. And again, that's not a judgment. That That's the way the system works. Um, no, it isn't. I don't think it's right. Um, so I think what tends to happen is I've always said FE is the most interfered with, and we all know that, part of the system. Um, but where else do people go? And what if we go back to brands, you know, it absolutely fascinates me. UTCs as a brand has been so accepted by politicians, but it hasn't been really, really successful with consumers yet. Yeah. So we're not giving something that there's a huge demand from consumers for UTCs or they would have been filled to overflowing, not closing down Hackney. And I, I don't know if those figures are accurate or not, but on 50 percent or just over. So that's for that brand for, for its strengths and its weaknesses. And I don't want to make a judgment on that here and now. That brand is a brand that has been introduced from a political, ideological and I hope pedagogical um, position, right? But the consumers are not flooding to it. Now, the marketing definition is that marketing is about both anticipating and meeting consumer needs. So I'm sure if Lord Baker was in this conversation, he'd say, well, actually, I'm in the anticipating needs. They don't know they need it yet, and I'm offering, and eventually they will find out and flood to me. And that might be true. But that... that formation of brand based in an antithesis to FE, which I still believe it is, he has still to convince me it isn't, I can't see why that is allowed in the way that it is from a political perspective. So every political party is going, more U2Cs, more U2Cs. 
it is not a evident successful brand or product yet. Do you think it's because the word university is in the title and the, uh, and that can... goes along with that sort of really long held reputation yes. that universities are doing something of better quality yes. than we uh, are? And universities as a brand is a more powerful global national brand than an FE college for most purposes. But I don't think it is for technical. And it's it's mostly FE colleges who've helped those UTCs to succeed because it's our area of expertise. So, of course, we know what to do there. But I understand why they went for a university brand. Now, whether it was the most appropriate thing to do for that specific arena is another question, yeah? Is another, you know, point of debate, really. So I think that the, the brand issue for us at the moment is definitely around the technical arena and whether it's we do become technical institutes, which is what I think I can see why Labour is saying that, yeah, that notion of technical institutes. I think the, one of the best brands that should never have been allowed to die is the Polytechnic brand. Right. It, it was a very successful brand. Um, and then everybody rushed off to be universities. Again, understandable, but not necessarily the best move in hindsight. So there's something about how do we form? And that's where, you know, U2Cs, technical institutes, do we bring back the Polytechnics? All those debates are taking place because I think we're looking for a way of branding the technical vocational strand of which apprenticeships is, you know, an overarching element because you can have that at every level. So I think it's an interesting debate at the moment. And Do you think we are at the place where things might take this enormous shift from, you know, just thinking about polytechnics and, and all the, the changes that happen there? Do you, do you think that the idea of further education and of colleges might be shifting to something else. Yes, yes, I think it is. At that point. I think it is. And if you track what's happened to colleges, we started off as technical institutes. We were very much the tech. When I was the principal of Guildford, we were Guildford College of Further and Higher Education. The taxi drivers all said, where do you want to go? Guildford College of Further and Higher Education at the station. Uh, oh, you mean the tech? Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I think what we've done is we were the techs, then we were asked to be broader than that, and then we were asked to be community colleges and all the rest. And we've loved all of that, yeah? And some of us came in to be community colleges and, you know, some were in from the tech. So I think everything has a life cycle, doesn't it? So I think we're back in that the primary purpose is to be vocational technical, doesn't mean we can't do other things. It's just what do we primarily brand ourselves around into the future? And I think it's almost, uh, I can't remember the T.S. Eliot quote, but, you know, that we, the place that we began, we're back to or something, and we've travelled a long journey, or the Zen quote, we travelled all that journey to be back to where we began. I think it's a bit like that with the, the notion of the technical delivery but it doesn't mean we have to drop everything else as long as that is appropriate to meeting our community needs so for example the a levels the academic qualifications that are going in going on in colleges and lots of colleges are very very successful aren't they with their a level programs and the the higher level you know the university yeah. type qualifications yeah. would they still stay if we change yeah. to an idea of 
it being a technical vocational I think they can, depending on your college and your locality and what it what 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 it responds to and what it needs, which is why I think that whole notion of moving around localities and, and accountabilities in the locality makes sense because um, what a Leeds college is doing is going to be very different. Um, and forgive me, Eastbourne, it's just because you came to mind, to what Eastbourne is doing, you know, which is... Um, um, so I just think it's about, and it also depends on the nature of what else exists in the locality, doesn't it? I mean, in Croydon, we had two tertiary colleges. When I came to Guildford, all the schools had six forms, um, and it was a completely, and there were seven six form colleges around, you know, so it was a very different um, local context of how many A-levels we did or not. Um, so my feel is... Instead of seeing FE is a, is a failure or has a brand problem, we say the perception of FE has differed. We have been different things at different times. What is the best position, brand, delivery, emphasis that we do now from a national perspective, perhaps? But each college will also then develop and grow and deliver what meets its local community. I think what we haven't talked about, what we do need to have in our mind as we're talking about that, is the uh, test interview with Nick Bowles. Um, both Matthew Hancock and Nick Bowles are saying clearly we want uh, colleges to be financially autonomous and independent and be social enterprises. Now, that is a very different shift. We've FE colleges have never, never diversified their income to the extent that was wanted and expected, I think, post-incorporation. And there's all sorts of reasons why that's not the case. So I think, you know, that debate, I think we're in an equivalent post-incorporation phase, um, which kind of social enterprise is, is perhaps the the model of it now. I, I think we're in, as an equivalent, a radical shift by the government about how colleges are funded and the nature of their autonomy as we were at incorporation. I'm learning so much. My head's jangling. I need to get on, on the internet and learn all sorts about what you've just told me and understand all of these ideas more. So thanks so much.